sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How you doing, big guy? Not too bad. Yourself, man? I'm all right. You know, same old, same old. What can I say? Yeah. yeah you're catching me out of like a rare little uh, lunch hour break, so we're going to have to do this nice and quick here. Yeah. I like the like windows that we get sometimes where it's like, we got to fucking go now, but it's yeah. cool we were able to make it work, and that's just what we do, baby. No, exactly. Like, I switched my shifts around so that I could go home earlier for Christmas. So I ended up taking someone else's like four day cycle of work. So they'll take mine and then boom, I don't lose any money and I get to go home early and then the family's happy. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're heading back to Montreal. I'm assuming based yeah, on our yeah. conversations. Yes. Montreal for the holiday season. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be nice to see everybody. The first Who's coming? Like, is your sister coming down too, or is she gonna be in Edmonton? Sorry, no. Michelle's coming down on Sunday with David, so it's like the first time we've all been together for Christmas since like 2019. Oh, it was like two years ago, but still, it's nice. Honestly, because of the pandemic, it feels like it's 10 years ago. (laughs) So I completely understand that. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be nice that we're all like in the same room on Christmas Day together, like. Last year they came down uh, when I started two years ago. They came down. Uh, oh, I guess it's 2018. The last time Michelle and I were together at Christmas time. Excuse me. Oh, wow. So in 2019, they came down to Vancouver on like Boxing Day and stayed for a few days. And then last year it wasn't just me and my mom in Montreal. And then now all of us are all coming in to, for the holidays. That's nice. What, uh, like, do you guys have a lot of tra- traditions between your? little court your little family there like what do you what do you do what's your like shtick you know what um, i mean christmas eve we gotta go to or pick up food from this one particular chinese restaurant that's it's awesome down, it's downtown montreal in chinatown was that inspired by your father uh i don't know if it was inspired by him but it was a thing we used to always do nice so we would go we get and we would go and we always bring people with us sometimes we'd like Sometimes just the family or like when Martin was living with us, he'd come and then and we would bring friends along. It was just always a good time. So, yeah. So Christmas Eve is Chinese food. And then uh, and then what I used to go to a particular bar afterwards, but that bar since been closed. So there's no Christmas Eve bar anymore. So yeah, I used to go to this place called Clyde's and then it became the Pioneer. So that's just where everyone went on Christmas Eve. Like you would bump in and just walk, see everyone you've ever met ever ever in the same place nice and then christmas day it's like a sleep we try to be asleep in but you know like it's christmas so everyone kind of gets up early we get coffee and mimosas going like right away and then we open presents and then like around 11 ish my grandfather uh comes over and we do like a big breakfast like a big brunch nice and then uh there's like a turkey dinner and then i would go to mckibben's after on christmas christmas day which was again like the bar everyone went to on christmas day night because like everyone's done their family festivities throughout the whole day and then everyone just reconvenes and has beers at the bar that's funny i have like very similar experience like throughout the years 
obviously like different traditions. One thing we always do is breakfast before presents. I think my dad got me on that and it's just been a constant in my life where it's like, you got to eat, which is like when you're a kid, the biggest fucking pain in the ass in the world. <laughs> Cause you're no. just like, I, I want to fucking open presents. Yeah. yeah but no, it's a uh, presents first, then big brunch. Cause then people come over and stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's fun doing stuff like that I've, for us. Like, I think it's been at least 15 maybe longer 20 years now that the tradition's been everyone goes to like their you know family dinners and stuff like that and then everyone comes back to my house Mm -hmm. it's i my house is the bar that everyone shows up to which has been fun obviously the pandemic kind of put that on hold for last year but i mean the parties that i've had at my house like oh i always go to my dad's like doreen puts on a huge spread she does like insane baking like i'm always been spoiled my since dreams come into our lives because she's a hell of a baker and she makes like anything you think of like you know i'd like to have that snack for christmas it's there on the platter yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? and she's can and confirm it's, and it's like the fucking the best shit you can get from the store that's for sure so that kind of stuff is nice um her butter tart sugar cookies like just shortbread all kinds of crazy shit but i fucking love shortbread i feel like i'm the only one on the planet that loves it but i fucking love it i love it too buddy gene actually uh makes it too which is nice so i get it in home now as well but it's it's nice christmas is always a big one for me as you know as we've talked about in the many last podcasts yeah it's just fun like partying with everyone getting like enamored on christmas eve i've had a lot of boxing days i don't remember (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) But no, those are fun. Like Boxing days are always for the world juniors in our house. Yeah, definitely. Hockey always ends up on the TV as well. It's actually in Edmonton this year again because of uh, the pandemic fucking up the fans being allowed to be there. So yeah, be interesting to see. I might go to a game. You never know. You really should. I I think you really should. Some of them make some hockey and then it's worth it's worth the trip. I guarantee it. It's one thing I don't have as a Team Canada jersey. Never owned one, which is ridiculous. I should have one. I have the one from the – which Olympics is it? Um, one after Vancouver. I guess, uh, I guess Sochi. I guess I have that one from Sochi. Okay, that's decent. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Did you see the new like like Olympic jerseys? They're not. No. They're not that great. Like the U.S. ones look like soccer jerseys, and the Canada ones like we have some of the most beautiful jerseys of like for since forever. I don't understand where like they're just like let's revamp it a little, get a bit again. Like we don't need to if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Stop fucking around with it. It's like the fucking NHL. Every single season, they're like, we need a cash grab, new jerseys. (laughs) That's all it is. Yeah, so that's why I just want to make money. Yeah, so yeah, no, uh, boxing is a big, uh, strictly hockey kind of day, and everyone's just lounging. No one really does anything. Napping, leftovers, turkey sandwiches. It's funny, like, growing up with my dad, he wasn't a big cook. Obviously, we, like, grew up in a single-parent household for a lot of the time, and he, he, my dad was no chef. He could make things. He could cook things. So Christmas... I remember probably like around 12, 13, he would, he decided like, I don't know. I don't want to make a fucking turkey. I'm no cook. I'm not doing this. So that's when the tradition started. I think he did lasagna one year. Um, I remember specifically there was like eight feet of snow. It felt like the one year. And he was like, 
I think I'm going to barbecue steaks for us for Christmas. <laughs> and so he fucking shoveled a uh, space in our yard to and went and bought a briquette barbecue so that he could cook us steaks for Christmas. Nice. Like those kind of memories of, of my dad at Christmas time where, you know, he always made us feel special. He was, did his best to like make Christmas good for us, you know, put up a few decorations around the house. We always had a tree to grow up with and stuff yeah. like that, but it was never like extravagant Christmases. <clears throat> and I don't you know, know who decided that it needed to be a turkey in the first place or like some kind of fowl, like a, like it's either like a, a goose in some cultures or it's yeah. like, no nah, man, just, as long as it's a epic family meal. Oh, for sure. Like there's tons of food, tons of booze and everyone's just there shooting the shit and having a time. Like, it is a good time. I remember, like, last year, I just drank wine with my mom, and we played Friends Trivia for, like, an hour or two. That's awesome. And that's what, like, Christmas is all about. I like presents, don't get me wrong. But if I only got to spend time with family and friends, that's all I care about. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. been pretty epic. Like, the the parties I've told you about, like, that I was just talking about where people come over. We had a really doozy of a one the last time we were allowed to have one in 2019. Yeah. So we we had probably 25 people in the house. You've been to my house, you know, it's the size of it. So we were entertaining downstairs and upstairs and everyone kind of migrated upstairs and we were all kind of mingling and a good friend of mine, Mo came in, as you know, and all of a sudden it smelled like shit. And I was like, what the fuck, Mo? Did you just shit your pants? He's like, oh, like I might've fired. He's drunk. He doesn't fucking remember if he fired. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like all I can smell is shit right now. And then, other people were like, oh, my God, I smell it, too. And the whole upstairs was like, what the fuck? Turns out the sewer was backing up in the basement. So we have a fucking house full of people. I, I run downstairs. I'm like, this is, there's something might be wrong. I fucking run downstairs. There's like shit water pumping out of the floor in our fucking basement. Yeah. And it's Christmas. So like, who the fuck do you call? So we're <laughs> going to panic mode. Crystal's wearing this like beautiful Christmas dress, puts on her. Um, yellow rubber ducky fucking boots to go down there (laughs) she's trying to mop up this fucking water thank god it was only in our laundry room so it's like a linoleum floor and it was we caught it like just in time so it's maybe 11 o'clock at night and we're like nobody fucking flush the toilet for the rest of the night uh fortunately crystal's father works kind of in conjunction with the city and so he called up one of his buddies like look man like this is the fucking situation so they ended up showing up the next morning at eight in the morning to pump our fucking system out and it was all good but that was a wicked fucking memory because we all had to pee outside for the rest of the night so (laughs) all the like weaklings left all the people that couldn't handle it were like i'm not peeing in the alley when it's minus 40 outside they fucked off all that was left was the hardcore barriers and there was still a pretty good crew, but it was one of those ones where you're like in deep trauma. Like I was like in fucking panic mode because I <coughs> actually almost got into a fight with Mo that night because he was trying to stop me to be like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm in the middle of a fucking emergency right now. I don't have time. And he grabbed me and held on to my like shirt. And I was like probably 20 drinks deep by this point. And he was like, Sean, I'm not letting you go. And I was like, Mo, you fucking let me go right now or there's going to be problems. <laughs> Just one of those instances. We, we, we said sorry later, maybe laughed a little, cried, cried yeah. while hugging. To Mo, Mo's a bit of a shit to serve, right? Oh, fuck. He's such an instigator. <laughs> I love that about him because it's fun when you're fucking with people. But also when it's you he's fucking with and you're not in the mood for it, that's when you have problems, which he's, yeah. I've seen him encounter many times. I told you about the fish hook one with him and Kieran. 
Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, no, I was, I love those memories. I'll hold on to that forever. At the time, it was like fucking panic and like everyone was like, shut the party down. And, and then we just kind of, me and Crystal came together and we're like, do you want to shut the party down? We can't change this. Let's just keep fucking partying. Let's not ruin Christmas. Let's fucking keep going. And it was a good memory. I like those. Nice. Sounds like I a like- shitty time. <laughs> You're learning. That was great. <laughs> well, we yeah, just, I know it's. You just got a visit from Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. That's very true. I never looked at it that way. I should have put a hat on the floor. Yeah, there you go. No, I was. I like just spending time with family, man. That's my biggest thing in Christmas. I've been blessed with some awesome fucking Christmas presents over the years too that I cherish forever. Yeah, but I never. Like when I'm having a lonely day thinking about the holidays, I'm thinking about family and friends. I'm not thinking like me and Karen, I think had probably 20 Christmases together partying or like hanging out. I went to his family a couple of times before I met Crystal and I was alone in the world and he wasn't about to let his best friend sleep alone for the holidays. So I went to the Hamilton's house for Christmas and that was always a hoot because Ray likes to party uh, the 24th. We'll stay up till three, four in the morning watching the band, um, The Last Waltz. That's like the kind of thing we cap the night out with. Maybe one thirty-two in the morning, he'll slap that on. We keep drinking until it's over and then pass out, wake up. Like they were always, Cindy and Ray are always so amazing to me. Like waking up in the morning, they'd have a little present for me. And it was just, and then Ray cooks his breakfast. And it was just awesome memories. Like I love it when you, don't always have your own thing going on but you have people who love you and bring you into their home for christmas as well you know what yeah. i mean like that's what we did that's what we did for marty so when i first met him we were like at a at a way like a like a prep school like away from home so like we stayed at the school and i go to him i'm like hey buddy what are you doing for christmas like are you going back to new zealand he goes nah man i'm gonna have to like stay here i went not on my fucking watch i got on the horn with uh, my mom i went like listen here shelly make sure the couch is nice and clean because Marty's going to be crashing on the couch. We were having a guest for Christmas and she's just like, oh, I don't know, Thomas. I mean, the house is not big. I go, I'm not letting him stay alone at the uh, at the at the school. No, this, this is not Hogwarts. This is, this is not what it, this, magic's not going to happen. Dude's coming home with us. And then we brought him home for Christmas and then we just never got rid of him. It's just like... <laughs> This is one of those things where we're just that's like, beautiful though. Like I'm sure deep down, like I don't know what how you guys communicate when it comes to being bros, but I'm sure he really fucking loves you for like those memories and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent Like he got in on like we took him out for the Chinese food and like there were gifts under the tree for him. Like nothing like huge. It was like no, yeah, but we like there were stuff for him, and then we told his mom in enough time to be like, All right, ship him to our address, don't worry. Like like whatever you, whatever you're sending. Like I did it like in enough time where everyone was all like on the same page. That's nice. I think yeah. that's beautiful too. Like, and that's it's funny because like as I was just talking about Mo, he's Muslim, so he doesn't celebrate Christmases anyway. And he every year's like, like show him, man. Like, don't fucking buy me a Christmas present this year. I'm telling you, man, like, I'm not gonna get you anything. Don't fucking buy it for me. And of course, I buy him a Christmas present, write him a Christmas card. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. I told you actually this leads me into another little tiny story uh, transitioning us into Christmas music, but we used to have my Christmas party at work in Banff. So mm-hmm. every year there'd be like 150 framers who invaded the Fairmont in Banff, which is like the castle that's down there. So like super out of our element. 
but the trip down was always so much fun because it's late November, early December. Everyone's like super Christmas spirit because we're going to a Christmas party. They used to charter buses for us. So you could take the bus if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. And it was a fucking party bus. I took that two years, I think. And then uh, the one year Crystal rented an SUV and Mo, Kieran and I, because Mo was Kieran's date to the Christmas, or sorry, Kieran was Mo's date to the Christmas party. So he could come party with us too. Excuse me. And uh, it was a fucking hoot, buddy. But Mo, poor Mo, poor Mo. We're not fucking playing anything but Christmas music that entire drive down, which is like a three and a half hour drive to Bam from, Ed- from Edmonton. And oh. I can just hear, oh, guys, like enough's enough. Turn the fucking Christmas. Music. I can't take this shit anymore. I can't take it anymore. And like, of course, the three of us are like singing to me and Chris. Kieran and Crystal are all just completely fucking love Christmas, right? So those are yeah. funny things, but <laughs> really pushing your religion on the guy. Poor. <laughs> That's the funny part, though, is like we don't celebrate it for religious reasons. So it's like, just let it go, Mo. It has nothing to do with Christianity. It has to do with us. And so yeah. he's like, come around. He, you know, now he'll show up with Christmas presents for us. And he's, you know, we've broken him a little bit into yeah. the Christmas holidays, but. Yeah. What uh, what Christmas songs stand out to you, big boy? Uh, we got so it's a tradition in our house. It has to play at least like fourteen times. Um, Barbara Streisand's version of Jingle Bells, because mm-hmm. it is the most ridiculous rendition of Jingle Bells I have ever heard in my entire life. She hits like <laughs> these notes that don't need to be hit, and she's like all over the place. Like, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle. Like she does it like so fast, and it's so unnecessary. So it is one of the most played songs in our uh, Christmas, uh, like when we have Christmas. Yeah. But my favorite one is like the Baby Please Come Home by U2. Um, That's amazing. I don't know either of these songs that you're telling me right now. Yeah. And then uh, I have a soft spot for Merry Xmas by Corey Taylor. I have like, there's like a list of songs. I like, I have like my own separate playlist. Seasons Upon Us by the Dropkick Murphys. Nice. Um, that one I know. You need yeah. to like write this down, please, later when you're back at work <laughs> and you feel like fucking around for me. Send me this because I don't know these songs and yeah. it'll be fun to add to it. Like for me, Silent Night by The Temptations. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. it, but man, that song gets me going. There's an Irish band called The Pogues and they sing a song called Fairy Tale of New York. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with that one, but how do you not like a Christmas song that has cunt in it? <laughs> and then uh, another one in our house, there's like a comedy folk band um, from Montreal whose who's dad I, whose kid, who, who's one of the guy's kids I played hockey with growing up. They're called Bowser and Blue. They did like the Just for Laugh circuit. They're kind of like, I don't know, they're half famous or something okay. like that. But they have this Christmas song. It's like the Australian Christmas song of, Hey, hey, Santa, where's me fucking bike? I looked around the tree and there's nothing that I like. There's like this whole like, <laughs> just swearing and yelling at Santa song that they sing. And it's just it's just good fun. Just, I like that for sure. There's yeah. one like a really terrible one by John LaJoie. You know John LaJoie? John LaJoie. I thought I did pretty good. Didn't I yeah. do pretty good there? I was trying you did to all right. You just really pronounced that E that didn't need to be pronounced. <laughs> so it's John LaJoie? Jo- John LaJoie. La joie. That's even more fun to say. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't, you're familiar with him. He's a comedian. He sings. Show me your, song. T- your genitals. Show me your genitals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your genitalia. <laughs> Go on. Um, he has a really fucking good Christmas song. I don't know. You need to look it up. I'll send. I'll send you the link later, and you give it a listen. But what's it, it called? Uh, it's a, a bloody Christmas time or something horrible like that. I'll, I'll look it up right now. It's fucking terrible, but I love it. It's always on my playlist, even though it's like bad. It's something that everyone should listen to because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And now that I have like Spotify back, like I've been rebuilding my Christmas playlist to play like when we're all like together and all that stuff. And then blooded Christmas. Full blooded Christmas? Cold blooded Christmas. Okay. The gist of it, uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but you need to fucking listen to that song. And if our fans listen to it too, just shake your head at it because it's fucking funny. I like that goddamn song. And like, how do you feel about Baby It's Cold Outside? Um, I love it. I the people that wanted that song canceled. I mean, can you just look at the time and place and the context of the song? Agreed. Like, there's like there's context. Uh, One of my favorite things to see is that uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, Turk and JD from Scrubs, they do a version of it, and it's awesome. (laughs) Like, I just like people like read into this and went like, "Wait a second, baby, what's in that drink?" He's he didn't put anything in her drink. She's it's like what you say. She's like, oh, what's in this drink? Look at you. Yeah. Just well, the funny part is about it too. I guess the original movie that it came from, the guy sings it to the girl early on in the movie, and she sings it to him later on in the movie. So it's like it yeah. goes, it's a two-way street, is all I'm saying. It wasn't like yeah. a man trying to take advantage of a woman, it was equally them t- joking around about alcohol. Like, so it doesn't bother me. Exactly. Like I, I always made that there was like, ah, oh, there's a rape joke here. Because yeah, because there is. Yeah, to an extent. But anyone with half a brain could realize that there is nothing untoward going on that wouldn't be a song otherwise. Agreed. <coughs> like, it um, like it wouldn't have like it, it's it's just it's like a, a, a sayings of the time of like what was it like the forties the fifties yeah forties it just originally. doesn't translate in the twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, look, can we just pump the brakes? Like eventually. Oh, Jingle Bells sounds like too much like Jingle Balls. I can't, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> I really like recently I found a new version of Baby It's Cold Outside, but it's not new at all because Louis Armstrong sings it. Yeah. But it's just fun. Baby, it's cold outside. Like the way he goes into all that yeah. shit, it's gold. But yeah. I don't know. I just, it's fun hearing like I can hear 50 fucking different versions of the same Christmas song and listen to it one after the other and probably still fucking love it because it's just fun. Yeah, it's one of the beautiful things about, uh, about Christmas music is that no two like yeah it's the same song but it when it's sung differently it changes like uh, there's a band out in Alberta from Red Deer and they're called Deer Rouge they do a great version of Silent Night that nice. will probably move you to fucking tears wow that's interesting I'll have to check that out too um it's just fun man I just love this shit I love Christmas this time yeah. of year like my playlist evolves if I leave a couple non christmas songs on my list but eventually it just becomes strictly christmas songs like, so everything like, from chipmunk christmas to the hippopotamus song to fucking anything i love it all like our christmas day used to like be filled it was never filled with christmas movies it would just be you watch the movies you got that year for christmas nice so like i don't know like i remember watching like muppets from space which i got on vhs from uncle sparky <laughs> one year That's or sweet. watching like you, you, you just watch these random things and you're just like, all right, like that's awesome. Like, you're, 
Like we got my dad this movie. So we're like, all right, dad, you want to watch your new movie? Like, let's do that. Like, that's what like, so like when it comes down to like Christmassy stuff, it was never like the big thing. And then Michelle and I would probably go to the ODR for a little bit back in the day, uh, the outdoor rink. And then nice. like, if we got a new Jersey, we'd wear the new Jersey or if we got like new hockey equipment, we break in gloves or skates or whatever had to be broken in. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Hockey's always like obviously been a big part of your life, like growing up with stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So that was like a big thing. But like this year, like now, now it's always been about like, all right, we're doing mimosas to this time, and then we're doing Caesars, and then we're gonna coast on whatever's left. Pretty much for the rest of the, for the rest of the evening. My dad, he's always had. Uh, it's a wonderful life on in the background every Christmas since I can remember like my yeah. whole life, pretty much. That's always been one of the staples of Christmas. I don't know if you ever watched that one. I've seen it. It's not, it's not my favorite. No, it's a, it's a good one. Like I it has a certain level of nostalgia for me in it too now, because I've watched it my whole fucking life, but it's been probably like five years since I've actually, maybe longer actually since I've sat down and watched it. So it's on my list this year. Elf. I always have to watch home alone. I, I always have to watch Yeah, home Christmas alone's a vacation. Must always watch christmas vacation is the one i skip <laughs> that's fair um but you know what i mean like i like the not so christmasy christmas movies like the like the movies that just come around christmas like i just watched yeah. die hard and die hard too but then that just means like of course you're gonna watch die hard three four and five but you have to yeah five you isn't know, great but it's it's fine you don't hop on to take a train somewhere and then get off at the second stop and decide to walk the rest of the way. No, you stay on the fucking train until you get where you're yeah. going. Yeah. So I watched <laughs> all five diehards and that was great. Um, you know, I watched, I, you started, like Elf? I watched the new home alone. I gotta say, I, I watched it the other day and um, I think what made the first two so good was that Harry and Marv were such bad guys that they had them, they had what was coming to them for sure, and that's what made me like it. Yeah, this one isn't that. This is a misunderstanding, and then it becomes like a Home Alone type scenario. Huh? And it like, like it's the same kind of thing with the McAllisters. There's a lot of lovely, um, there's a lot of lovely like nods to the original one buzz is a police officer in chicago now and nice. he's like the cop on scene there's the new security system which is McAllister security which is done by kevin McAllister. and then they have this nice little joke where um every year at christmas time kevin calls in on a, a kid who's home alone uh prank because it happened to him not once but twice that's funny. and it and all that stuff so there's some like nice stuff nice nods at the original but what this was, it, it, like, it's good people having a hard time and then having a harder time, which is not my version of entertainment. Yeah, that sounds a little rough. So, like, they, like there's a misunderstanding, a miscommunication with the, the kid that ends up being home alone, and then this family that's on the verge of probably having to sell their house. And then they're just, he thinks that the kid took this priceless item that he ended up having out of spite because he was a dick to the kid but like i don't know watch it it's worth a watch yeah i uh, just but like i they kind of took away the thing that made the first two home alone so magical like okay. if you don't have joe pesci and the guy that played marv I, I don't remember his name but that guy's in a lot of stuff he's in city yeah. circles like i 
He's a really good actor. For sure. But, like, if you don't have those two kinds of characters, then then you're just being mean to people. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. It's one thing when they have it coming. And that's the thing I liked about Home Alone. That's fair. Like, Harry and Marv deserve all of the bullshit that happened to them. And then yeah. a lot of the pranks or a lot of the traps are set are very similar from the originals, which I like, too. Like, it just... That's kind of fun. The classics, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. Did you ever watch Noel? It's a newer one with Anna oh, Kendrick with the, and Bill I tried Hader. that one. I love Bill Hader. And like, yeah. that was my... Bill Hader's in this, so I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. And I was just like... It, it was just too cheesy for me. You didn't like it? I love that movie. Yeah. I fucking I, I turned my magic hat on and was just I you fucking I really liked it. I remember when I was dating Bailey, she didn't care for it much. Yeah. And I think that's why we turned it off was her not getting into it. So I don't think I ever gave it a fair shake again after. Fair enough. I like Anna Kendrick a lot too. Like she oh, yeah. just fun and like her spirit is just I don't know. I have always been a fan of hers. Um a, a trilogy of Christmas movies that I never not watch is the Santa Claus. Yeah, you know what? Like, I, you, I I watched them when they came out, and I haven't seen them since. They hold so, up in my head. Yeah, I, I got to rewatch. I'll watch me, it for you. They, I think they hold up very good. Um, I told you on a previous podcast, I still haven't gotten around to watching it, but 8-Bit, I'm so excited to watch that. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to seeing that yet either. Yeah, I can't wait to fucking watch that one. Like, I, I'm coming up here. <laughs> I luckily got this today off I, i'm today's a work day for both of us but i'm we're both kind of making this work but for me like it's been a hard transition to get into the christmas spirit this year a yeah. lot of trauma this year and i'm having a hard time like getting myself into the spirit even through decorating through everything but now is the time of year where I, like it's gonna start kicking in because i it can't not you know what i mean yeah but and you know what i feel that way too like the uh telling you all fair about like some like little trouble I had and I, I'm not going to go into it on the podcast, but like, and like with all this stuff, it kind of makes things like going to the uh, difficult going in the Christmas period, especially like For sure. I have a new place. I have new bills. I have like, no one just goes, Hey man, it's December. Don't worry about rent this month. Yeah, like, exactly. No one, no one ever does that. Right. No. So, the, the stresses of life don't stop, but you add in like a little bit extra pressure obviously like what we were talking about earlier it's not about the presence it's not about it's just about spending quality time with family but getting yeah. there like figuring all that out can be hard to like make it work till you get there yeah. you know what i mean but yeah and like i got gifts for the <laughs> kids and stuff and then like i'm gonna be doing little things for all the adults in my life but right nice. now like like right now like i kind of view more christmases for the kids and then like yeah i much rather like have the people i care about be all around us like it's not about no, like, my buddy Mo, when I was talking to him, kind of put some things in perspective. He goes like, "Listen, man, adults don't need gifts. They're adults. They can get whatever the fuck they want whenever they want." Hundred percent. And then it's just kind of like, you know what, man? It, it's a nice thing, and it takes it keeps the pressure off. So, yeah, like for us, we don't go crazy for adults. You know what I mean? It's just it is yeah. what it is. It's yeah. Christmas. You know, like we don't have a lot of kids like on Crystal's side of the family, and a lot of the kids on my side of the family are all grown up now you know we're getting close to it where you know i'm not gonna buy jen's son I, like i can't go and get them lego sets anymore and like fucking cool ass nerf guns or shit like that because they're like teenagers now and they're like real like Uncle Sean. i don't know man if i was a teenager you got me a nerf gun i'd be fucking stoked <laughs> i honestly 
if someone got me a sweet Nerf gun right now, I'd probably be like, fuck yeah. yeah you got me a Nerf gun today, I'd be pretty fucking stoked on it. Too. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. But it's just, there comes a certain age group where it gets harder to buy for boys and girls too, where you're like, you, you want to give them something they like. I, I, I'm against giving cash and against giving I, gift I, cards. I disagree. But... I disagree. I think if you know whatever little thing about them, you can probably get something dope from them. Like, if, if they're above having action figures and stuff, and believe me, there is no child that is a teenager or otherwise that is above getting a fucking action figure. I do not give a fuck what they sell you in public. Deep down, they want them. Yeah, that's true. And it's like... And and then, like, but there's video always Video games is the big one for kids their age. Yeah. yeah, but there's always something like, here's a cool book. Like, you may not appreciate this now, but, like, you will come to appreciate it. Like, I have this cool, uh, where did I put it? Like, right here, I keep this. There's, like, like I have Die Hard as, like, That's awesome. a Christmas story. And, it, like, a Die Hard Christmas, it's worth the purchase. And it is, it is excellent. And I love, I, have, I love having it read. <laughs> That's sweet. I love that you just have that sitting around. You're like, yeah. by the way, I yeah. love it. I love it, man. No, it's cool. Like, I one of the things, like, me and Crystal have had, we always seem to have family in town around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. So we have a little tradition of our own where we'll like uh, open presents with everyone else. And then me and her will sneak away and go downstairs and sit around the tree that we decorated together and open our own Christmas presents. And that like little moment of just me and her getting to spend it. Like I cherish and love the time with family too, but it's nice when you have a significant other and you get that little bit of time together too, just to make each other feel special. You know what yeah. I mean? And I fucking love Christmas, man. What can I say? It's just, it's just a good time. Yeah, no, exactly. It's... Have you had a worse Christmas? A worse Christmas? Um, I mean, the first Christmas without my dad was pretty brutal. Yeah. Like there was like, there was two. So like the one, the one before he died, he had this, um, his pills were making him a little bit wacky and he checked himself into the mental part of the hospital. Yeah. And so like we had Christmas without him and then we had to go visit him in the hospital. And that was like, I was rough cause he wasn't yeah. coming home and like we brought him like leftover dinner and all this stuff. And nice. so that was, you know, it, it sucked that he wasn't there, but like it was so, like it was somewhere he needed to be because his medication was making him all fucking loopy. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. And then the first one without him, so the year after, so like those two were pretty brutal. Yeah, that's tough. But it's nice that like you guys were still able to come together as a family. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like 2013, 2014 were kind of not the best, but yeah, you know it, it is what it is, and then. Uh, no, oh, it sucks that he's not around at all. But we you know they're they're not bad Christmases. We you know we persevere and move on, and then uh, you know Uncle Sparky still comes around. I I gotta sh shoot him a text soon, going like, "Hey man, just letting you know that we're all here for Christmas. So if you want to come down at any point, feel that'd free. be sweet for sure." Because that's what we do. Like he would come down for brunches all the time. He would come down, like, yeah, like, Sparky was always a big part of, like, our childhood, and he always got you something weird. <laughs> I love I was, that, though. That's uh, uh, that's great. Yeah, he, like, he'll got me, like, a CD of the Hives, and then, like, 
but I ended up loving the album. And it was just like, this is awesome. Thank you very much for this. So you got me Muppets from Space, which is like an epic fucking movie. Like, <laughs> like he got me at the age of 10. Like, he, I don't know. Like, he's he's got his finger on the pulse and all like these like weird things. And then like, he got me this like cool jacket from a from a thrift store once. And like, it, and it's not like what he brings, but he just has like his finger on the pulse of just like doing cool shit. That makes sense. Yeah. I have a worse Christmas story too. Should I share it? Sure. I mean, if you can beat Dead Dad, go ahead. I don't think I can necessarily, but <laughs> <laughs> fuck Thomas. Um, so it was. I think I was like, I want to say 11, 12 years old. And I went to go spend a Christmas with my mother, which at the time I was still somewhat in contact with her and her boyfriend or whatever the fuck you want to call him is like a horrific alcoholic and like pretty abusive when he would get drunk Mm -hmm. and so they went to his like work christmas party and i i was at home and fell asleep for christmas and i woke up to him coming back he punched through a window with his fist on the way up to their apartment and had like blood all over his fucking hands came upstairs was screaming at my mom and my brother sister and i were all there and then he took the christmas tree and threw it through a window out onto the balcony and then went onto the balcony and threw it off the balcony and was like fucking christmas is over and like stomped on all the presents and uh then jen was had enough and decided to beat the shit out of him and so she started throwing punches and then josh and her took off and walked from leduc to edmonton and my dad ended up leaving edmonton coming and finding them and then came and picked me up and we got the fuck out of there Jesus, I think that's probably one of the worst ones I've ever had. I like how it was Jen that threw hands and not Josh. She's the oldest. Yeah. yeah. Well, Josh, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember exactly how it all went down. I think Jen was just closer to him when he said what he said or tried to do what he tried to do. I don't know. Yeah. I just remember that she fucking started throwing on him and he fell and she like it was it was a fight like she was she won because <laughs> yeah. he was drunk and shit. But yeah. I think. Uh, that was probably the last Christmas I saw my mother around. So mm-hmm. it was very rare that I, like, I don't hear from her, obviously, at all. But those kind of Christmases stick with you a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, now that we're on a gigantic downer of a podcast. I know, I like that, though. <laughs> hey, you got to talk both, you know. If you don't have good, you don't have bad. Yeah, or bad, cool. you don't have good. I always like to say about that, if you have no point of comparison, yeah. then how do you really know what? what no exactly no that's very fair that's very fair i just thought i'd share that too it does not trump yours but it's equally as shitty in different oh i don't know man uh it's fucking brutal (laughs) just an abusive fucking brutal person in your life i haven't told you a lot of the stories about that we'll get into it someday not at christmas time but yeah Yeah. it's just one of the worst christmases i can remember in my head but like i wouldn't trade dead dad for that but like like, it's a memory yeah (laughs) definitely it's a memory yeah (laughs) i just remember because i was sleeping and i was like i went to bed like still loving life and like a little kid kind of at christmas you know like oh i'm gonna wake up and there'll be presents and there wasn't presents when i woke up (laughs) no and no but thank like so your dad's such a humble person that's what i love about uncle steve like he's just the guy and if you ever need anything he's just oh yeah your guy he will take the shirt off his back for you he's such a awesome humble human being and like he's shown me and michelle nothing but kindness when we came to edmonton and like he was so happy that the fact that like 
that's all he's got in his heart is kindness to be honest like when it comes to family and people and he's you know everyone has their downsides sometimes but he's you know a solid dude and if if you're in his clan and someone has a problem like tries to affect you in a negative way then my dad is a fucking psycho he's crazy he's local like you haven't never seen that side of him but if someone like was very rude to doreen or like anything you know what i mean my dad is like 65 years old but if i was fighting like another person he saw it, he'd probably come rushing in like the guy in fucking um wedding singer punching the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i used to hit a lot harder yeah <laughs> no my dad uh, can no, it, possibly like, still whoop my ass he's tough as hell <laughs> no no that's what i'm saying like he's always been so welcoming like i think i've i've i can count the times i've had dinner at his house like on one hand but every single time there was just he was so giving, so kind, so nice. There's always a pot of coffee on. For you know, sure. Sit there with an Oilers jersey on, and he's happy and content, and that's all <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for, like, we're going to Doreen and his. Doreen's been having a tough time lately. Like, she's mm. on oxygen, mm. but she's had a few incidents where, um, like, she was sleeping, and it came off, and she had to call an ambulance. And, like, she's not doing the greatest right now. So my dad's been trying to like make Christmas as special as he can for her and stuff like that. And so we'll be going. But um, in the summer, we were at a garage sale and there was a bunch of guitar books. As you know, my dad likes to practice and play guitar. And Crystal found him a Christmas book there and was like, oh, like this would be sweet for your dad. So we took it to him and he texted Crystal the other day. He was like, you know, Crystal, this is the first guitar book I've ever played every single song from front to back. I've already played every single song once. There's 45 songs and I'm going to try again. So like maybe when you guys come over for Christmas, like this is his wet dream. Like maybe if you guys come for Christmas, like maybe we could all sing a couple songs together. And that's like all he wants for Christmas is just for us to sing some songs with him. So mm-hmm. I've been teasing Crystal, like you, you started this, you realize he's not going to fucking let this go. Right. Like you're going to have to sing Christmas. You open Pandora's that. box. You're going to have to. Yeah. In his like magical head, he just sees like all the family coming and every single one of us participate. He's like, I'm going to talk to Suzanne, who's Doreen's daughter. He's like, I'm going to see if she can make it. If she can bring her piano, I'll have my <laughs> guitar. I have nose flutes. I have drums. Like anybody wants to participate, they can participate. And I'm like, it's so funny. Like, I want to, I have no choice. I'm going to get drunk now at my dad's on Christmas just so I can feel like I can participate and I'll sing a Christmas song for my dad. That's, <laughs> that's my like hope to give my dad as part of his gift for Christmas is just to give him that because he, he wants that real dad. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, uh, I don't blame him at all. Like, that's, that's it. Like, that's all you really want is just having your family together for the holidays, having them like, you know, do, sing a couple songs, especially when you're musically inclined like that. Like I, I am on board. I would yeah. have belt another tune or two just to just to appease them. Maybe we'll Facetime with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's exciting though. Like even like just this right now, us having this Christmas episode. Like obviously, we're going to discuss other shit too. We're just kind of leading in with this because this will be released the week that Christmas is at the end of. Mm. This is a Christmas tradition now too, Thomas. Us sitting here talking, shooting the shit about Christmas time. It's yeah. it starts like this, buddy. We're here, yeah. you know. This is first year, first Christmas of our podcast, and there's probably going to be other Christmas episodes in the future, you know. And that's oh, exciting to me too. Yeah, and then like we'll we'll probably branch out and try and make it more creative every other year. Like, you know, today's a little bit rushed, unfortunately, that it's not like the most ideal christmas oh, setting yeah yeah but it's our first one Bear sure. with us. we're gonna get <laughs> we're only gonna get better from here 
Next year, we'll aim for like Christmas drinks and Christmas cups whilst recording a podcast and we'll get a little lit together. Exactly. exactly. We still haven't done a drunk podcast, Thomas, and that bothers me. Well, I think we should just sit down and fucking get hammed one day and let everyone come along for the ride. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. It's just. You've been a little tipsy on a few podcasts, and I think it's I mean, fun. I can only say so many things about Kieran. You know what I mean? <laughs> You, you, you catch me at a time where, like, every single time I have a like, foot in the hole doing a podcast, I'm like, yeah, I'm about Kieran, that little mousy bastard. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it, it, it's just that. Like, I'm all for, I don't know, I'm all for us, like, having a time and stuff. Oh, for sure, buddy. For sure. So, transitioning a little bit out of Christmas for the people that are like, fuck Christmas, I don't want to talk about Christmas. I watched a couple things that I thought I'd tell you about because I know you've been fucking on my ass about it for a while now, rightfully so. Black Widow has been watched. Episode 4 of Hawkeye okay, has been let's, watched. Let's, okay, Episode let's, 5 of Hawkeye. Okay. Let's get into Black Widow because I thought it was awesome. It's like three months it's been available and like you finally got to watch it. Like Honestly, really- dude, it was really hard to make it through. It was so fucking boring and slow paced. Like, give me like, are you going to talk the entire fucking movie? Like, it's supposed to be an action movie. I was just blown away that there wasn't more going on, to be honest. Like, what the fuck? Like, is that is that it ended? And I was like, is that the movie? Did I just watch a movie? Like, what the fuck is this? I have no idea if you're fucking around. Or I'm not. fucking with you. It was really good. Okay. It's like... <laughs> did you not watch it because it was like a dope-ass spy flick no it was good right from the get-go and like i loved their the like idea the concept of the like fake construct family yeah and how because the two girls were so young it was it was real to them you know what i mean and like the dad the actor from stranger things i wish i knew his name off i love him that was like awesome seeing him playing that role of like the russian captain america Super fucking awesome. Yeah. Red Loved Guardian. It. Great movie. Great fucking movie. Yeah. And like the talks about like how he was Captain America's arch rival, but we know that Captain America was frozen during his time. So who is he talking about? I think he was talking about um oh who's the guy in the cat the Falcon the Winter Soldier? Like the, the you know how they found that uh older black gentleman who had the ceremony on the Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think he was his rival and all that stuff. That'd be but, cool, yeah. That's yeah. funny. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, so to me, I always thought that was awesome. And That was a good movie. I like, um, it was great acting. You know, her sister, I can't remember, Yolanda? Uh, Yolanda? Uh, Yolanda? Wicked either way. Yeah. Like, great actress. The, the, the fight the scenes. Context, the context, she... her dialogue. Remember she calls her out for being a poser when she does Yeah, the poses she makes, that's fucking funny. Yeah. And then she tries, like, oh, that is disgusting. I don't like that. I'm not going to do that. Why you do that? Like, why you make that pose? And it's fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, uh, honestly, it was great. And then, It was bittersweet, though, too, because you're like... You know that Natasha's she's leaving. She's right? dead. She's going to die. She's dead. That yeah. sucked. Yeah. And then, like, the transition now into watching Hawkeye episode four, where, spoiler alert, she shows up, the sister shows up, and yeah. you're like, what the, you're hired to kill Hawkeye, the guy who, like, fucking... Well, you got that from the bonus scene, like, the, that extra after credit scene from 
Yeah. Uh, from Black Yeah, Widow, when they're standing there with where uh, Val shows up and so like. But it's nice to know that they were hired. So, he, so okay. So now we're, we've seen episode four where she comes in, basically, but then you get episode five where she has like a mid macaronis, which could be a a callback to when she was a little kid. They she, she, like you know that opening scene in Black Widow. Which is like I want macaroni. Like, right, yeah. I didn't catch the, I didn't see that, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And That's so funny. she made macaronis, and then they talk, and then they find out like who actually hired her. So someone's either working with Val or someone's requesting. So now that we know, can we just say it out loud that Kingpin's back in the fucking MCU? Oh, baby? and not just Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio. Is Vincent that how you D'Onofrio? Pronounce? D'Onofrio, sorry. Hell yeah, no, like we're there. Yeah. We're there, buddy. Like they brought it. We're gonna get it all. We're we're gonna get it all. And then this Wednesday, where we're gonna get episode six. Like, are we gonna get a face off of Vincent D'Onofrio versus Hawkeye and uh, Kate Bishop? Like, I I'm like I'm I'm excited here. Like, so the thing with like mobsters getting taken out. Like, obviously, we know that um, Hawkeye was on a fucking as the Ronin was on a mission to fuck up a lot of like this is wet dream stuff. But I'm just saying. It'd be so fucking sick if Hawkeye finds himself in a real fucking bad situation with the mob and then another guy notorious for wiping out the mob kicks the fucking door in to fuck some shit up. And I'm talking about Mr. Yeah. John Barenthal's The Punisher. I want him into. And I, I, like it's, it's in the, what's that? Sorry. Said I would love to see him back. It's in the realm of possibility because they're fighting mobsters. Yeah. It's not gonna happen, but I can dream. Yeah. Uh yeah no I'm I'm so excited for what's to come with all of this especially like Vincent D'Onofrio's performance of uh of the Kingpin originally was so amazing but like is this like it, it must be the same Kingpin too because like those MCU um those uh, those MCU Netflix shows were MCU canon for like the longest time no yeah they are hundred percent like it's it's they're sewing the story together now, yeah. which is so awesome. And man, the when Kingpin episodes came out of Daredevil, yeah, fuck in Christ, is he a good Kingpin? It is like haunting how, like you, I remember the comic books and like the cartoons, the appearance of Kingpin, like he seemed like this psychopathic killer in a lot of ways and just badass and a boss. Yeah. And then watching his evolution of how he came up into being the kingpin through Daredevil was so mm-hmm. good. And now to see him in this role where it's like, maybe he took the hit out on my dad. Maybe like he used Ronan as a fucking weapon to kill. And like, he, he is there seriously only one more episode? Yeah, it's six oh. episodes. What the fuck? So look, we're going to get some serious, like, <laughs> climactic, like some bullshit going on yeah. here. I can't wait. Yeah. They can't wrap any of this up because it's just it's like you're ma- you're making a quilt and you're just sewing one beautiful little patch in because yeah. it's a whole quilt and every patch will be eventually working together in this gigantic blanket mm-hmm. but for now all we get is that one little square one little square that is all yeah it's, yeah uh... I can't wait to cover myself in that blanket when it's sewn complete. And like another thing about Black Widow that was kind of confusing to me just a little bit is the timeline placement. So it was like several years before Endgame and yeah, it takes place just after Civil War, right before the Infinity War. Okay, it kind of threw me off because she, yeah, because that was around the time that Black Widow. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's where it takes place. And so it's happening just like you know how she was a um uh she she you know during the civil war she kind of turns her back and then on Black Panther and helps Steve Rogers escape and all that. Right. So it's there where she like fucked off. Where she's just on the run now. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Taskmaster was kind of interesting too, like the yeah. idea of that. And like I liked I liked it. It was cool. It was interesting. I didn't see that coming when uh uh when uh it turned out to be what's his name, Dragonov's daughter. Yeah. I was like a hundred percent uh when they were standing there in the pheromone thing when he said the second he said because of my pheromones, you're not allowed to hurt me. I was like, break your fucking nose, break your fucking nose, break your fucking nose. And, and she then did. she did break her nose, and I was like, Hey yeah, that's what you gotta do. Can't fucking smell this guy, fucking fuck your nose up. I like that scene a lot too. It showed her commitment to the job. Yeah. It's a it was such a cool movie. Does this mean like the wrap up now we don't get any more Scarjo or is it only going to be pre- prequel stuff? Do you think she'll be back? You know, like Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe, anything can happen, but there is that it for her? Rumor that she's ex- uh, executive producer on a different Marvel project, but I don't know what she's doing. If she does, she'll probably show up as the past. Yeah. That's like, too bad. Yeah. Oh, it sucks when you just get like your own movie and then they're like, yeah, we already killed you, but we'll still give you one movie. Yeah, but there's so much more to come. And then now that we're opening up the multiverse with the like, I'm excited to see what happens with Spider-Man. You didn't go last night to the opening. It was so good, dude. I can't fucking believe that Tobey Maguire is back like that. It was so fucking awesome to you. see him swing in. Holy you. fuck, dude. Worst. You're the worst. I hate you. You're the worst. I hope you get nothing but <laughs> You're the worst. Did you actually go see it? No. No, I, I'm planning on going to go see it in Montreal because in my town of Fredericton, there's only one movie theater and it's in a mall and I would like to see it in IMAX. That makes sense. Do you know what date it gets released on Netflix? That's when I'll be watching it. What? Go to a movie theater. Go see Spider-Man the way it's going to be. Yeah, let's go get Omicron. Let's go get fucking Omicron up, buddy. Mask and wash your hands and wipe your bum. I don't understand why you're having an issue here. <laughs> we'll see. I want to, but it's like a third movie. You know what I mean? I After Spider-Man 3, the last Spider-Man 3 we got, I'm kind of like... You're in. being a dick, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> okay, it's the Christmas season. Okay, be joyous. This is going to be the best... It's already ranked like the best marvel movie we've ever gotten it's already ranked the best spider-man movie we've ever gotten i'm so excited to see this movie it's i was one in it and i and i haven't even like and that's without knowing for sure yet that andrew garfield and toby mcguire are in this movie yeah that's the thing like you have these kind of movies you almost need to go see in the theater because it will be spoiled because it's so big and they're like it's expansive, right? So yeah. I, I don't know. I want to see it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, depends so I might, on how. I, I think I might go on Wednesday. Just like I don't even give a shit if like no one wants to go with me. Like I, like I might ask David if he wants to go see Spider Man with me, uh, nice. and then just go like, yo, man, you want to have a bro day and just go see Spider Man in the afternoon? I was uh, doubtful about the first um, Tom Holland Spider Man, and then I watched it. 
and the second one almost back to back because they were both already out and I was not disappointed and I love Tom Holland and I love his rendition of Spider-Man. I think it's yeah. one of the best. Well, yeah, because he's a teenager is what Spider-Man was like. Yeah. The whole point of Spider-Man is about Spider-Man could be anybody, but the fact that he was a teenager going through all like the difficulties of like liking girls going through puberty and also getting superpowers, like his life is a pain in the ass. And also like, still having being a guy that like still lived with aunt may wants to like care about his aunt may but is also like burdened by the fact that he is also spider-man is just all these i don't know if they should go there or not but i think it'd be really like let's assume that the multiverse happens we have toby mcguire come back i think that it would be really fucking funny to have a scene where toby mcguire like is at tom holland's spider-man's place or something and he's like who is that lady? Well, hundred percent. And the old guy's hot. Ma's hot. And Tom a Fox, man. Yeah, but she was like two hundred in the Tobey Maguire ones, right? So obviously things went differently in the multiverse. Whatever age, time, blah 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 blah. Yeah. She wasn't the same person in those two movies. But yeah. I just thought it'd be really fucking funny to have write in a scene where he's like, "That's Aunt May, dude." And he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I think they should go there because it'd be pretty funny. Uh, and I'm so excited to see where these go. Like, knowing that Doc Ock is back and Lizard, Sandman. Uh, Hall- How long is this movie? Three hours? It's like two and a half, I think. It needs to be. I'd be disappointed if it was an hour and a half movie. There's way yeah. too much shit going on. Yeah. And then, but then there's talk of like, there's a six villain in it. Like, they want to do Sinister Six. So, like, who's the six? And I'm, they haven't announced that. Like, is it Venom? Is it Kingpin? Like, what's going on? Like, I yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah, so lots just, of good stuff to come, my friend. Yeah, so I can't wait to see it. Hopefully, I'll see it like next week when I'm in Montreal, and then because uh, I want to see it properly, I want to do it justice. And like, I, like when I have time off, like I love seeing a movie in the afternoon where like there's not too many people. It's a Wednesday afternoon. Everyone else has jobs and shit. And then there I am going, I'm going to go see this show and with a very minimal theater. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, It's my favorite way to see movies is like, if I don't have to work a Thursday or a Friday and I get to go that the night before, go at like a 10 o'clock movie where the fucking theater is completely, almost completely empty. That's the best time to see a movie. because I've like, never once seen a 10 o'clock showing empty. No. Never once. Huh. I've seen like two, three people Wednesday night, Tuesday, Thursday night. Yeah. In my in my lifetime, it's always been like pretty jam packed. Really. Time. For me, my sweet spot is like if I can find like a one thirty to two o'clock showing. Oh, that's my bread and butter right there. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. Exciting times ahead, sir. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. What? Uh, Hawkeye brings to the table, and that only means that, like, and the other thing is that is Charlie Cox gonna be <coughs> Spider Man too? Is he gonna like? Is he gonna show up as Peter Parker's lawyer to help out with like the legal debacles of being Spider Man? And the release dates would all line up with how they're doing it too. You oh. know, like we got a little taste of Kingpin now, and now we're gonna get a little taste of Daredevil. Now we're gonna get a little taste of uh, She Hulk. Yeah. I'm sure Luke Cage is gonna be in She Hulk. Really. Yeah, I think that there'll be a tie in there. The Power Man, Strong Man, She Hulk. I just see it. I'm gonna like preemptively predict that we see Luke Cage show up. I'm just so excited, especially with all the stuff that we have coming on its way with like Moon Knight, She Hulk, 
There's a Fantastic Four movie coming in like the next like year or two. Yeah, like, everything that's coming, like, like Marvel, it's not stopping, dude. Yeah, it's not stopping, and like that's the also the thing is like it's not stopping. So like, there's so many there's so many stories you could tell, but the problem, like my my issue is like now that we don't have like certain characters anymore, and we lost three characters. Yeah, but Captain America can come back at any time. Everyone just keeps saying he's gone, and no one knows where Moon he base. is. Moonbase, come on. Yeah, if he's not on a moon base, I'm gonna be. I just want that scene. That's all I wanted from Captain. Uh, sorry, from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But now that we're gonna get a Captain America four, where Anthony Mackie is gonna be Captain America, like if he's not in a moon base at the post credit scene, then I do not know what we're fucking doing. <laughs> so, uh, just to transition a little bit, now that we've covered this Marvel verse stuff. Um, did you read the emails this week? I saw that we had one. Did you... I checked in on that. So cue the jingle. Jingle is playing now. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in. Let's get it done. <laughs> You want me to read it, or you want to read this oh, one? If you have it, if you have it handy, please go ahead. Yeah, I got it pulled up here. So we got one from my big brother Josh Sides, which is nice of him to send one. Here we are. Hey guys, congratulations on thirty-five plus episodes. I look forward to my Monday morning commute, listening to the new episode each week. How are you liking Frederick Fredericton so far, Tom? I was there passing through once long ago. It's actually where I found out I was going to be a dad for the first time. Someday I'd like to see it again for sure. Anyways, keep doing what you guys are doing and I'll be listening, LOL. LOL. A little bit of fan participation. Thanks, yeah. big brother. Yeah, thanks a lot. That's the email, Josh. Uh, I'm liking Fredericton just fine and dandy right now. Um, it's been, you know, it's been a bit of an adjustment to like, the slower pace and all that stuff but you know all in all it's it's great i'm um you know i'm happy that you know this is like the province where you found out you're going to be a dad it's pretty dope um i hope to see you around these parts one of these days did you did i tell you that story ever how jen and uh, josh moved to uh, jen jen you did and then jen did on the podcast right yeah that's kind of funny how that all worked out now Avery has a daughter and Josh is a grandpa many years later, which yeah. is kind of funny. He made it to grandpa status before 40, which is impressive. It's like, it's gotta be some kind of record. <laughs> no, there's, there's worse out there. No, not worse, <laughs> better, better out there. It's amazing. Like seeing now, like we had a little sides get together. I was telling you for uh, Avery's birthday, my brother's daughter there, but she brought her little girl, Amelia down which was just so cool to like see the next generation of sides coming up and just, you know, I love seeing kids and the like exploration. She's still like, uh, she turns two coming up here in January. So it's fun. Like, you know, the big eyes and she's got the eyes of her uh, mother who had the eyes of her brother or her dad, which is my brother. And it's just crazy to see like mm -hmm. the evolution of your family in front of you. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And such a beautiful little girl and it's, fun to i can't wait to spoil her as she gets older as being a great niece you know what i mean which is really i'm so so proud of avery and you know being a mom she's a single mom which is amazing and she does a hell of a job good well i'm happy to have that like your house is probably like are, are there restrictions this year for christmas or are you gonna have like a 
packed house for the holidays. I think we'll be following the restrictions very tightly because you know you don't want to get in trouble but sorry i had something in my eye but <laughs> no i don't know what they are i haven't read up to be honest but i think they're like allowing up to 10 people indoors from different households and up to 20 people outside so we'll just rotate who can be inside we'll do warm-up circles sounds good and uncle john when does he fly in they're here they're here already oh yeah Wonderful. i don't know why these are here but they're behind me i don't know why they're here Oh fuck! So oh, that's scary. I know. Yeah, they came in uh, last. Oh, so you probably Friday. Get you to ship those to me or something like that. You yeah, something like that. Awesome. Last Friday they uh, came in, which is nice. Nice to have them in the house again for sure. Nice. Yeah, Uncle John's a fucking superstar. Yeah, for sure. No, he's it's fun. Has he been bragging about the hockey pool? Because I, I, from last I saw, I think he's in third place. We talk about it off and on, but he's in another pool that's like extremely extensive and like. 45 50 different things and you have to work on it weekly and so yeah so like this is like a like a n- nice little no-brainer for them and stuff. hey question for you about the hockey pool maybe you can answer this for me where the fuck do you see the french who has players franchised is there a list a master list does the commissioner have a master list of this or do you just uh, you have kinda, to like, pay attention yeah but you have to like search through the entire chat yeah I think our commissioner should like have a list released that says these are the franchise because you can only franchise two players. So it makes sense. He probably keeps note of it. Yeah. Um, He should send that in the group chat or something just so everyone can see it. it You're listening. He probably, but uh, Joe, put it in the group chat, mention it. Yeah. Yeah, And then uh, I'm not sure if you can feel it, but uh, I'm on your, I'm on your heels. Just a under 20 points difference between you and I. Nice, yeah. We do talked about it. The others went on a a six game slide. Yeah, where we lost six. We got thumped, fucking thumped in those six games. So I just fell off the radar. I'm sorry for letting all of our fans down. I know they were cheering for me to win because I was in first place for like two months. But yeah, we still got time. We still have time. And I'm still building up, man. Like, oh no, I was looking at the wrong score. There's not a 20 point difference. There's more of a. Margin. I was gonna I was gonna let you have that because it's Christmas time. Yeah, no, there's a 40 <laughs> point margin, but I'm still in your fucking heels. Oh yeah, 100. Like, like every like I've, I've made a few changes. Uh, I just want Biddington back. There's and- 80 games in the season, dude. We're only two months into the season. Everything you look we look at right now is fucking pointless to even look at. My whole team is injured. I have six guys out right now out of 15. I'm not giving up hope. Yeah, I know. You should really make some trades though. No, don't tell me what to do. Okay. <laughs> no, I know. I, I'm not making trades, man. I got two more left. I'm saving them. The thing is, if I dump any of these guys right now, then I don't, uh, I can't franchise them. So other people will scoop them up immediately. I have a. Have you already franchised? One guy. One guy. Yeah. Jack, yeah, Hughes. Jack Hughes. Yeah. You'd know this if there was like a comprehensive list of who franchised who that was put out by the commissioner. Just text just Sam. Just put it in the group chat. I don't feel. I don't know Sam. You're my guy. You're my connection. Just be like. And You're don't, in the group chat. You can just go. Hey, does anyone know of a comprehensive list of which players have been franchised by which teams? Yeah. Then everybody be like, oh, for fuck's sake! I don't know. I just don't oh, want to no. be a problem. Also, like I was getting shit talked yesterday because I saw that a little, but I didn't want to. In- get involved so yeah yeah because like hogan's under the impression that all the sides uh are, members you? are just me now i think it's pretty fucking funny <laughs> so he clearly doesn't listen to the podcast but whatever <laughs> and like there is a sean in the group now so it's like 
awkward for me to come in and be like, Hey, it's Sean too. You guys already have a SHAWN. It's, it's hard to break in. All you got to do is just write nonsense. I know. I'm just fucking around. It's fine. It's just write. I'm cozy. I'm not going to text Sam. I'm going to wait, let you do that. You know, put your pants I up. like all, like the funny thing is I like all your buddies, you know, they don't know me yet, but I know them and I know that they like you and that you're friends with them. So I already feel like I'm part of yeah. being friends with them too. Like if I meet these guys in pub, in person, I'll be like, Hey, what's up, man? Like I'll get along with them because they're just nice dudes. You know what yeah. I mean? Morgan and me have like talked a little bit back and forth in the group chats and stuff like that. He seems like yeah. a quality dude. No, he is a quality dude. I hope he gets let back into the country after his trip from Cuba. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds exciting. You know, I mean, like, like it's coming and now that they the Omicron and all the fucking Megatron nonsense of, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, it's just making like life here more difficult. And I just, yeah, want, it's fucking annoying. I just want to go back to fucking living normal life again. Yeah, I'm ready, buddy. I'm ready. But so that's where I'm at. Agreed. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. sir. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So, it was nice to get an email from Josh. And, like, again, I'm so happy that you've had your slide from Glory uh, of the hockey pool. Hey, don't wish me on successes. No, no. It's just like you had the top spot for so long. It's nice that you kind of got you know, back down to the slums with the rest of us. It's nice though being lower. I'll say this because I don't have to check the app anymore. Cause I know I'm fucked. So like <laughs> when I was in first, I was like almost checking it daily to make sure I was still in first. Now that there's no hope and I have zero chance of winning. Like once you hit sixth place, you're not getting back up there. It's just, it's not fucking happening. You were just but... roster baiting for so long. Weren't you? Mm-hmm. I was roster baiting and now, <laughs> now I've been roster baited. And it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, exactly. And like, I don't know. I got some clutch games coming up with like, like the Ducks are playing Arizona. I'm just like, all right, let's get me some points here. And then St. Louis is playing Dallas. All right, let's get me some fucking points here. So like, that's how I look at matchups nowadays. It's just like, which of these teams are going to just give me some fucking points? I wish you luck, sir. Thank you, man. I'm going to need it. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, and also, like, hoping to sabotage Uncle John at any time while he's down there. He should just, like, oh, did you just leave your computer open there, John? And like, <laughs> oh, look who's trading uh, their top player. Oh, look. Oh, I don't even – I'm looking at his top player right now. Let's see what he what he has. Um, oh, looks like referee B-Ball wants to trade Chris Kreider. Oh, looks like Quinn Hughes is looking for a trade. He does leave his shit around sometimes too, so I should fuck with him. I I think he should. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say a quick shout out to some people. We have a lot of like weekly listeners, a lot of avid fans. You know, we've had a good participation from some of them too. You know, the people sending us emails and contributing and thank you guys. Merry Christmas for fucking, we appreciate the listens. Like uh, often like Josh example, John example, every single week they listen to our podcast, you know, and there's a lot of other guys out there who do as well. And it's appreciated. Paul was telling us he listens to it weekly. Like, you know, it's amazing. Thanks guys for checking in with us and we appreciate it. Addison, he'd he'd be upset if I didn't say his name because he always finds the podcasts are a lot better when his name gets mentioned. So I'm just going to say Addison, Addison, thank you very much, Addison. Addison, what, Addison. A, what a cool ass fucking name! Just saying, I like it. 
It's no Thomas or Sean, but whatever. <laughs> but no, no, we really appreciate you guys and like, you know, the support you show us just by tuning in every week. And then, you know, it's Christmas season. If you're looking for gifts, we got the two sides merch up and running. Just go to our Instagram, click the link in the bio, put in an order for a T-shirt, a mug, a hat, a whatever. One of each. One of everything. Just get yeah, why the not? Hey, spoil yourself, guys. It's Christmas yeah. time. Yeah. Treat yourselves to some of the gear. You know, rock some of it. You know, it's two sides of the story. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Rock some gear. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I was wondering, do you feel comfortable at this point? Would you like to sing a Christmas carol to everyone? Not even the slightest. No. It's <laughs> not what I wanted at all. <laughs> Okay. Just wanted to give you the opportunity, just in case you felt like it. What if I had said yes? What would you? I would, I would have put my seatbelt on and buckled up and waited for the most fucking <laughs> wonderful, joyous two side of the story Christmas moment ever. No, that's not. Uh, if you get me with like my foot in the hole, that's when you get me singing. That's yeah, me too. What's happening on this week's episode? I apologize. No. All the people that tuned in and go, maybe they'll sing a Christmas song. I know they were waiting for it all year. I feel bad letting them down, but it's all good. Next year, he'll prepare more next time, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Put me on the fucking <laughs> making me out to be a bad guy. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. No, no, no. Things are good. And then I take off Monday from Montreal and see some people going to do some things. And it's just going to be a gay old time. Excellent. Treat yourself. Treat everybody else. Everybody else is getting treated because they get to hang out with you for Christmas. So that's wonderful. Oh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice to see the God kids, the nieces, the, you know, the actual family members that I have. There's nothing better than when you're like a kid's around for and you can communicate with them on the like almost adult level. And they're like, are you excited for, I'm so excited for Santa Claus to come. Like just seeing that joy in a child is so much fucking fun. I love that. Yeah. It's just like Christmas is coming. Yeah. Santa Claus is going to come soon. Yeah. Fucking right. It's just fun hyping it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. All right, man. Well, I think it does it for this week. How do you feel? I think so, sir. I think we covered most things. All right, man. Well, Merry Christmas from all of us here at Two Sides of the Story. I'm uh, Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Sean Sides, and this has been Another Side of the Story. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Live longer and prosper. Kapla. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.